for Razine, New Zealand's most trusted paint brand for the past 11 years. It's time for Razine's most colourful sporting moment of the week. Ah, I like what you've done there. <laughs> colourful sporting moment of the week. Thanks to Razine. And uh, I think things always get a bit more colourful in the summer. Razine, the paint professionals, use... New Zealand's most trusted paint brand for the last past 11 years. That is Razine. We all know that. And we also know what colourful means when it means sport. We think of the darts. We think of Novak Djokovic and Nick Kyrgios playing in an invitational game together. Tell me that's not going to be colourful. Niv, I know you've been thinking long and hard. What's your colourful moment of the week, big guy? Mine is from the EFL Cup quarter-final between Southampton and Man City. Um, I think that was yesterday morning or a couple days ago. But anyway, this baller, Gineppo, found himself in acres of space and he decided to chip the goalkeeper 30 metres out. And uh, we've got a clip of it here. Um, just giving Joey some time. Dead feet this performance. That's a lovely ball from Lavia. And suddenly Gineppo bursting through. He chips the goalkeeper! It's an absolute beauty! And it was an absolute beauty, Louis. Well, so my question is, where was the goalkeeper? Uh, so he had just come off, I think he had distributed the ball or something. He was pretty high high off his line and um, Gineppo just put his head up, saw he was up, uh, saw the keeper was up and decided to have a go, have a crack. So a little dink, like like got his foot right under it, kind of side foot it, straight on, like, like a flick. It was quite a powerful dink. It didn't sort of have a lot of backspin on it because ah. it was quite far out. So it it, it lob. It, it was a lob. Yeah, it travelled at pace, but it managed to to climb over the keeper's head. Oh, for it! I love that. That is very colourful indeed. Right, my colourful moment of the week. Uh, actually, funnily enough, I'm sticking with football too, Niv. And ball. That's what I'm being told. Well, I do not believe it. A second penalty for Sydney. The two red cards issued. LaFondra again, who's seen one effort saved. Might be the last kick of the game. And he's put it over the top of the bar. You're joking. I see it, but I do not believe it. (laughs) Have it. Have it, A-League. Have it. Ollie Sale. The Phoenix. That is one of the strangest games of football I can never remember. Uh, like, I, I don't really know what more to say. David Ball had never been involved in a game that weird. It was just bizarre on all fronts. And uh, the the firstly, the save from Sale, colourful. And then the next penalty and going over the bar. Then the Ollie Sale spray. Oh, the spray. God bless the spray. I love the spray. That's my resin colourful moment of the week. Uh, Joe, do you have something that took your interest this week? Yeah, I'm sorry to say it's uh, NFL, Louis, because it's NFL all the time right now with the playoffs coming up. Uh, it's actually, this is one for Brett from Huntley. 23 seconds on the clock. A win here and a Bills law, a Bills win would give the Dogs the playoffs. It's up and it is good! Good! Wow, biggest kick of the year for Jason Sanders. With, and he comes through. With 18 seconds left, the Dolphins lead it 9-6. to six.
I like that. I like what you're doing there thinking of the listeners, Joe. Yeah, it's, it's hard not to feel good for the Dolphins. You know, it's the first time they're going to be in the playoffs since 2016. They've finally got – the Patriots aren't such a big threat to them anymore, so they do have these opportunities to finally make the postseason. Unfortunately, two is out, but hey – at, at least um, all the progress they made early on in the season hasn't gone to nothing, you know? Well, and I would actually say fortunately Till was out as well. Yeah, true. You know, for his health, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they are still kind of borderline concussion deniers, aren't they? They still don't think that that first knock he took is actually a concussion where he, he stood up and stumbled for about 10 seconds. I think the fans care about Tua. Like, I think they care about his well-being, but something with organisations wrong, you know? You know, the, the Dolphins is curious, eh? Because there were stories that they might sack Mike McDaniels, which would be crazy. He's clearly a good coach who's progressive. He's just a bit unconventional. And they haven't had it all their own way this year, and they've still managed to sneak into the playoffs. I think they got to persist, right? Yeah, I do agree. Uh, he is, he is very eccentric. Like, I think they probably hired him just because there is a trend of hiring young coaches in their late 30s who are – very creative trendy. offensively, a trendy and cool, yeah. but he is definitely the weirdest of them, and I don't know if the <laughs> Dolphins realised that when they first hired him, to be honest. I think he's kind of neat. Um, I don't like what they still don't admit that that first concussion from Tua was a concussion. I've never seen somebody stagger like that with a sore back. Yeah, it's, it's, it's actually really disgusting to see. Um, yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. Your man Chris Nowinski, who we had on the show, um, he is. He runs the Concussion Legacy Foundation. He is hot on it. Well, he, it's funny because we follow him on Twitter, mm. and I see all the time. He's every single week. He's posting videos of guys stumbling to get up and really struggling. You know, he just calls it out. He just he calls it out, and it's made me aware of how common it is. I had no idea this happens every single weekend. You know, yeah, it's shocking. I, I don't. Well, look. It, you know, and you know what he said when he came on. He said, "We are so far ahead of you guys." <laughs> so. Um, we we're only kind of scratching the surface in this part of the world, which is, well, it's not funny. It's pretty damn concerning, to be honest. Colourful, though. That's not necessarily colourful. That's quite bleak. Um, I'll tell you what was colourful also, and that was in the weekend, just gone, Clado and Cristal's good oil. That was brilliant. Those guys were on fire. Uh, at Trentham, Chris Dow, what a character he was. And tomorrow we'll be back with Sticko, Clado, and myself because what do we have? Well, of course, we have Telegraph Day. And there's plenty of pretty colours going around on the back of some nice horse flesh there, down there at Wellington at Trentham. And Ted's text for Beaver's best bet as we wrap up our colourful moments. Uh, Gold Coast, race five, number one, Kiku to win at 380. I like Kiku. I like it, Ted. Second up after a small break. Great distance stats. Has form on the course. Drops in class and has a gun draw from top stable, of course. Yeah. Dollar, dollar, Chrissy Waller. I like where your head's at, Ted. I like where your head's at. We haven't decided who's getting Beaver's best bet, but we'll be doing it before the end of this hour. So we're going to go back through all of the texts and try to find something that we absolutely love and all agree on here. Niv, Joey, and myself on the run home filling in. Uh, we've still got to give away this Makita Power Tool voucher for our Cooler of the Week. The Makita phone line is open. 0800 150 811. Cricket, surfing, NFL, best of the be- best of the week. You can come through with anything you please. We'd love to hear from you. And you've still got time to get your best bets in. But right now, it's all about Johnny Mack in the news.